Hello everybody, how's everybody doing? We are literally at 19 listeners and I feel like that is a big accomplishment. And like I said, as I'm doing this podcast, I don't want to grow too attached to it because, you know, once you grow, like that's something that I'm working on, not being too attached to certain things, but um, once you grow too attached to things, it's just like you start to hold it deep in your heart. And then when you see that these things start to slow down in your life, you're just like, wow, like, you know what I mean? I feel like some people are just like, come on, let's get the subscribers up. So come get, let's, you know what I mean? And it's just like, just be humble, be grateful. You know, people are listening, even though like, you know, your opinion matters. You should only validate yourself and not accept validation. But, you know, it's good that somebody's at at least listening or at least like if they are listening, they take good advice from me. And I pray that I never be a, a negative impact on anybody. And I know that a lot of people, when they get into this, they want fans. But first of all, I don't believe in none of that idolizing somebody else and looking up to somebody else I feel like you could you know like certain traits in a person but not look at them as if they're godly I know like a lot of people are like like when it comes to celebrities they'll just be like oh I worship the the foot the 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 floor you walk on and it's just like no uh don't do that okay but um yeah anyways I just wanted to let people know or whoever's listening thank you for listening this is so cool to me I'm so grateful that you guys um have came across my podcast like I said we have people from the U.S. we have people from um the U.K. I think I I have like I don't know how much people are in the U.K. listening but hi you guys uh how are you doing today how are you like literally how are you uh, hey y'all hi everybody from U.S. how you doing you know what I mean I'm sorry uh I need help but basically how are you guys honestly how are you um let's journal let's take out a journal and you know check up on ourselves every day some days you know we're not as happy some days we are happy some days we just feel in the middle like we don't have nothing to be happy about but We have our lives to be happy about. And, you know, every time we're breathing and every day we wake up and see the sky and breathe the fresh air or whatever, we should be grateful because we have that opportunity to make that day great again and not let anybody um, ruin that. And we get to define our happiness. Even in dark moments, you can make a, a positive, you know, impact more. You can... It could just be a positive day in general. But anyways, I've been rambling for a little while. I just wanted to catch up with you guys. Thank you guys for listening, first and foremost. And yeah, let's get into it. And one more thing, I would like to apologize as well. Actually, you know, I'm not going to apologize. I'm a human being. But I want to um, be a, hold myself accountable and tell myself that. I told myself I'm sticking to this. Ramadan 30 day challenge where I do three every day and then on the last day is going to be like a bonus since there's 99 names but basically I told myself I'm going to be doing three a day so I'm going to try and knock it out all in one night so I can catch up but um yeah I would like to hold myself accountable for not doing um everything on time I was supposed to start this you know I the last you know episode podcast chronicle whatever you want to call it 
was on Sunday. So I'm trying to catch up. So now we're going to move on to the next three. And then for the other ones are going to be, it's going to be the next three and the next three until we catch up. So hopefully I get this all done like that. Um, life happens, you know, people get tired, work happens, and you know, I've been praying, fasting, all of that stuff, but this is something that's important. I should definitely make time for this because I do want to memorize these names. And I feel like me going back and listening to the recordings I make will make me remember, remember, I was about to say rememberize. <laughs> I'm so ugly. It will make me remember these names. So let's start off with number four, five, and six. And the first one is Al-Qadus, which means the absolutely pure. And I wrote a little list and I was just like, basically, you know, that's the meaning, the absolute pure. And then what it means to me, what it means to me is that, you know, God is the most purest and the most holiest and there's no flaw in him and you know just like babies babies are pure are we the most pure no but babies are pure their mindset their their intentions you know everything is pure about a baby and as they grow up they grow in purities within themselves and you know God is the most pure there's no flaws in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there's no flaws and you know as we grow as we age we gain flaws and flaws and flaws and you know I want to I know I will never be the most pure as stuff I will never ever be the most pure with how much you know life I've experienced being 21 but I would like to go back into having some pure ways like the way I speak the way I treat people the way I react to certain things, you don't always have to react in a negative way. So I would like to be pure in my intentions, pure in the way I speak to people, pure in my character, pure pure in uh, my mindset, the way I think, instead of being negative, you know. All those names, like I said, all the names of Allah, we should have that within ourselves. And like I said, we're not going to be the most. We're not going to be number one at everything. God is number one at everything that is good and powerful and strong and pure and everything. We will we'll always fall short as human beings, but Allah still loves us regardless of our shortcomings. And yeah, so that's what it means to me. It means that, you know, we have a chance to go back to purity. And I feel like this is what this world is. We're working hard into, you know, we're working hard um, into like getting to the point of being pure again. Like we're sinful. We we had so many sins and then we asked for forgiveness, repent, repent. And God is like, you know what? I'm going to bless you with purity. We're pure. We're happy. We're healthy. You know, you know, in our health, we're not as pure. You know what I mean? We have toxins. We have, you know, so many impurities within us, within our mind, you know, our mental state, within our body, internal, on the outside, the way we speak, our character, our body, all of that stuff. There's so many impurities within us. But if we work hard and we repent and we understand that we're we're not pure and we can we want to get to that state and we want to have more pure intentions, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help us and guide us to purity complete purity and that is where we enter the gates of um heaven jenna so 
yep um so i defined it and i'm speaking about what it means to me um and how do i feel i feel like when i hear you know the words i look at those i feel like you know we're capable we're capable of being pure and how can we incorporate purity into our lives is by our actions is by you know even though we do get those negative thoughts and those bad thoughts we can flip it keep flipping it even if they keep flipping the switch back and trying to tell you that you need to um, think this way or whatever is negative you can tell yourself no tell yourself no like I said you know um we need to learn how to tell people no, but we also need to learn how to tell ourselves no. Tell yourself no when you realize what your, the thoughts that you're saying to yourself are not yours. Or um, even if there are yours, you should be able to so- tell yourself that this is not what's right. You know, trigger warning when people have, um, like I said, trigger warning, trigger, trigger, tr- trigger warning. When people have suicidal thoughts, they should be able to tell themselves, nope. Even though I'm having these suicidal, depressive thoughts, I'm not going to harm myself. I'm not going to let my my brain drown in this darkness because Allah made me from something that is, you know, pure, pure love. Allah gave us pure love and we shouldn't destroy, destroy the pure love that he gave us, which is life by filling our brains with darkness and consuming it completely. This ain't twitches. This ain't twitches too. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. But twitches is like a movie, whatever. So let me help you get it. Twitches is a movie where it's like the darkness is consuming the whole palace and whatever and people. But it's just like you shouldn't let that darkness consume your brain, your body. And, you know, you go forward with trigger warning doing something that is life-threatening to you. By the way, I am not a therapist. I am not um, a coach. I'm not nothing. I'm just, like I said, I'm just a girl that has opinions. And I like talking to myself because it's therapeutic and this is my therapy. But yeah, that is how you can incorporate alakadus in your life. And hopefully I'm saying this right, Um, but I'm still learning Arabic. So yeah. I haven't been on it that much with my Duolingo, but whatever. Let's go on to the next one. Number five is Asalam. The perfection, the perfection and giver of peace. You know what I mean? Asalaamu Alaikum. But yeah, um, that is what Asalam means. And what it means to me is that, you know, of course, we'll never be perfect, but we can try to have, you know, good intentions. Like sometimes internally, we know what's right. And that's what perfection is to me. Right. Always right. And of course, we're not always right. But, you know, sometimes I feel like there's something in our body that just tells us or even in our souls, whatever, that tells us that this is the right way to do it. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, say if you're driving on the road and um, a person, you know, they're beeping the horn at you and they're like, you're driving slow and then they move to the second lane and or the left lane, whatever, or the right lane, whatever. And they're like cursing you out and they're telling you that you're driving too slow 
F you, cursing you, all of that. You have two reactions. Now, you can be peaceful or you can be violent with your words and verbally, you know, let me not say abusive, but just like vulgar, verbally vulgar. You can, you know, be peaceful. It's about, is when I hear this, I think about like the way you react to certain things. Like you do not have to react in a certain way. Um, when I hear perfection, I think about the way Allah would expect us to react to certain things. A lot of us think that, you know, a lot of us go based off of our feelings, but I feel like, you know, of course we're not perfect, but I feel like we're we're not we're not say perfect or call us perfect, but I, let me just say it: we would be perfect if we're just following in Allah's footstep, even if we don't not footsteps following um, the path of Allah by just like doing the things that Allah tells us to do. Oh my gosh, this cat scared me so bad! It's three fifty-five in the morning. He should not be coming. <laughs> Cookie. Say hi. I'm sorry, y'all. But basically, like, um, Allah literally, I feel like he has, like, a certain plan for us. And even if we feel like, oh, this is annoying how I have to be the bigger person all the time, this is something that we should do in order to be better. You know what I mean? So I feel like that is perfect for us it's the perfect option for us even if we're not you know the most perfect we'll never be the most perfect that's perfect for us to just follow the things that Allah tells us to do instead of arguing or you know say if somebody has um like for example they said if somebody there's a war going on between one side and then the other side and the other side is just like you know what we're going to drop our weapons you should be able to drop your weapons too. You know what I mean? These cats literally I cannot. I'm sorry. It's cocaina. Um, yes, he's a white cat, okay? We call him cocaina, okay? Don't judge. But um, yeah, you should be able to um just be, you know, peaceful. And that's perfect for us. We don't always have to react in a negative way when certain things come into our life. We should be able to be, um, you know, just control ourselves. And the way that Allah tells us we should be able to control ourselves. Now, let's go on to the last one. Oh my gosh, this is not as long as I thought it would be. So I feel like I'll be able to knock this um, out really quick. Number... Sex. Oh, actually, did I finish that one? Okay, actually, I'm not done. For Asalam, how can I incorporate this in my life? Like I said, I can incorporate this in my life by choosing how I react to certain things without um, reacting in a way that Allah wouldn't be pleased with me, but reacting in a way that my Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and, you know, God would expect me to react. So, you know, just... You know, certain things, you know, when they were harming the prophet, throwing stones at him and, you know, he is getting called names, all of this stuff. Instead of him re being reactive, he was still moving peacefully. 
You know what I mean? And sometimes people hurt us. People say the most harshest things. People try to physically abuse us, verbally abuse us, you know, threaten us, all of that stuff in different ways. But instead of us giving the same, giving them the the same taste of the medicine that they're giving us, we can decide that, you know what, I'm not going to handle you. I'm going to let Allah handle you. And I pray that Allah handles you with, you know, you know, just giving you the answers because the way you're reacting right now is very hurtful and dangerous and whatever the case may be, whatever you feel in that moment. But, you know, instead of me reacting in the same way that you're reacting and giving you the same energy, I'm going to move in peace. So that's how I feel and that's how I'm going to incorporate um, the name of Allah Asalam in my life, the perfection and giver of peace, and that's what Allah is, the most perfect, and the most peaceful. God has given us so much peace, but we just tend to look at so much, you know, corruption in our lives when we should have been looking at the peace and should have been looking at the corruption as a challenge for us to build our relationship closer to Him, and also a challenge for us to realize that Allah loves us because Allah challenges the ones he loves the most. So yeah, now we're on to the last one. Number six, Al-Mumin, the one who gives Iman and security. So that is the word Al-Mumin and that's the definition. And basically what it means to me is, you know, the one who gives Iman and security. Hmm, let me see. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so basically, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think about it. <laughs> so, basically, the one that gives faith and security. When I hear this, I think about how, you know, I was born a Muslim. I have a Muslim dad and a Muslim mom that have been together for decades. And, um, you know, even though I was born into a Muslim family, it was literally my decision. A lot of people like, oh, I didn't have a choice. I was just a Muslim. No, Allah gives everybody a choice in this life, even if the choice leads them into a dark path, or even if the choice leads them into somebody hurting them or harming them or them doing it to themselves. Allah gives everybody a choice. And even though my parents are Muslim, I chose Islam for myself. There's times where I didn't turn to God for help. I was turning to certain things for help. I was turning to a job for help, for money. When I should have realized that Allah literally is the reason why I'm getting money. Allah gave me hands and legs and a mind, you know, you know, a, a clear mental state and slate and everything that I needed in order to make that money. He gave somebody else the opportunity opportunity to give me money and even if it wasn't the money I want it was still something to help me you know what I mean so that is just like you know what I mean like those those certain times like you know I get to like God gave me that security and when it came to faith like I said even though being born in a Muslim family literally I decided 
for myself that that's who I'm going to be. There could have been so many things that changed my mind and told me that, you know what, I don't want to be a Muslim or you know what, a Sufi. I don't want to be, I want to be a Christian. I want to be a Jew. I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to be an atheist. Sufi, 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 Sufi. I don't want to be none of those things. I kept that decision. And even though I wasn't close, I told myself I would never leave a faith like this because I know this is the truth and this is my truth. And you know, Allah gives people decisions. And when a lot of people are just like, oh, the ex-Muslim, why are you talking about being an ex-Muslim? Why don't you talk about who you, you know, I mean, want to be now? You know, I mean, I see like a lot of YouTube videos where people are just, you know, bashing uh, um, one religion based off of their, you know, experience in that religion. When, you know, somebody, you shouldn't let somebody you know, define what Islam is for you. You should just let Islam define what Islam's supposed to be in general. And that's what people do wrong. They go and they take the Quran and they um, define what certain parts of the Quran is just to cater to their needs, which is very wrong. And, you know, at first when I was getting into the journey of like being a hijabi, um, I saw this one video of this woman, which is viral. It's a TED Talk video. It's viral. And she's talking about the hijab and she was like, this is the definition of the hijab. Women don't have to wear the hijab. And um, honey, okay. At first I was just like, oh my gosh, right? No, honey, no. Okay. Women are supposed to wear the hijab. It's just been phrased in a different way. And the word hijab, yes, it's not an actual veil on your head. It's a different meaning. But, you know... We're still still shows in the Quran that we should cover up. There's certain parts of our body that we're supposed to cover up. And even though we may cover up and people are still disgusting in the way they talk to Muslim women, it's, you know, you're being protected from a lot of things. You're being protected from evil eye. You're being protective, protected by um envy or you know comparison nobody can compare your body to the next woman because they can't see your shape and some women show their shape um by wearing like tight fitted clothes which is just like i'm not here to judge nobody but i just know what is right in my heart and my mind and it's just my personal opinion and i feel like um we need more modest fashion where we don't have to cinch our waist and stuff like that, which is something that I'm personally working on being more modest in. But, you know, we can still express ourselves like we've seen celebrities in baggy clothes and it looks amazing on them, whether it's a dress, whether it's pants, whatever the case may be. But like not showing our shape for other people to, you know, look at us in a seductive way. You know, people have evil thoughts. I said thoughts can be very evil and the mind of human beings somebody could be envious somebody could be very nasty with the way they're looking at you and viewing you and of course you know there's only so much the that can do and some people want to harm you because they want to see a piece of you and they can't and it's just like I don't know where I went with this like literally I just go everywhere but anyways let's get back to the topic <laughs> I chose Islam for myself. In the darkest moments where I needed help, I called to God. I called to God. And one day he just answered and I, my life has changed and I want to change some more. I want to do a 360 in my life and the way I treat myself, the way I treat others, first and foremost, the way I treat 
my God and making sure that, you know, I'm doing everything intentionally and mindful and being mindful of everything I do. Like before I eat, sing Bismillah, after I'm done, Alhamdulillah, before I leave the house, before I walk back into the house, before I do anything, before I pray, before I, you know, meet somebody, do, do positive greetings, all of those things, like incorporating Allah and the teachings he told us that we should do and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the stuff that he told us that we should do as well as, you know, human beings, how we're supposed to treat each other as human beings and always being kind, even though people are negative. And that is faith to me, following all of the five pillars of Islam and more. There's so many rules. Um, let me not say rules. There's so many um, things set in stone. Because rules, sometimes people act like hearing that word makes it feel as if it's a job. But it's just like, we are literally our own employers and we you know if we don't take care of ourselves then we're going to be fired one day you know what i mean we're gonna fire ourselves in the fire <laughs> people might be scared people are scared to think about death but it's just like if you're living in a deathly mindset and you're living in the dark in this world then that's where you're gonna be in the afterlife in my opinion so let's bring light into our life and like i said i am not perfect i've never been perfect but i will continue to try because i know this world will never make me completely happy so i should be able to you know find a way to work towards that permanent happiness which is after death you know what i mean and i used to be scared of death trust me but now i don't see death as a dark thing unless like i said you live in the dark in this world and you do things that you know a lot wouldn't be pleased with like i said we have surveillance cameras on us not by these phones probably by these phones but by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he's watching us every single moment and he's seeing, you know, what we're talking about and what's in our heart and our mind. He's close to us. He created us. Like literally, like I always say the reference of Tesla. Elon Musk created Tesla. He knows exactly what's going on with the car. He knows exactly how to fix it. And Allah knows exactly how to fix us. And even though we've had dark moments, he can fix it. Not a therapist. And like I said, if you feel like a therapist will work for you definitely go for it definitely go for it but for me personally i feel like allah literally has all the answers putting my head down into jude and praying and pouring my heart out even if i don't feel it but i want answers i go to allah that's what i did one day i screamed i said help me help me please I'm tired of this, these thoughts. And one day I just changed. I was more kinder to myself, more kinder to people. I was more modest. I was more respectful, you know. And I want to continue to grow into being a more modest, respectful, kind person. And that is my goal. So, um, yeah, Allah is the only person that can make me secure and, you know, He's the one that's the all giving, he like the first one, the perfection, the perfection and giver of peace. He gives me peace. Nobody in this world that could ever give me. He gives me peace that nobody in this world could ever give me ever, ever. So 
um yes he gives me peace he gives me security um anytime i need help he's the first one that helps me anytime i need answers he's the first one that gives me the genuine you know honest answer god gives us and sometimes people don't pay attention to the signs but the signs are there honey the signs are there and you got to work on yourself because this life is short and you might say, oh, I'm going to live to this age, honey. You do not know that. Let's stop acting like we're that so raven. We ain't no psychics, okay? This ain't fill in the future. This ain't back to the future. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know what, you know, we don't know nothing. Realize your ignorance, you know what I mean? And a lot of people get so offended by that word ignorance, but I will say it myself, I'm ignorant. There's certain things that I don't know about. There, there's certain things that I literally educated myself about recently about Islam. And that's me being a practicing, adulting Muslim. The adulting Muslim. Oh, why? So when I feel when I hear these words the way I feel I feel as if you know when I when I give everything to Allah and when I'm intentional you know what I mean I just feel like faith belongs to us we get to choose that you know what I mean we literally you know he gives us faith but then also he gives us the opportunity to choose whether we want to believe or not and yeah, we the I think the first thing he asks us is, will you remember me when we're in this world? And all, the people that survived said yes, or I don't know if the other ones that didn't survive said yes, but the ones that are living, they said yes. And they came here and they started acting reckless. And, you know, I feel like a lot of us fall short sometimes to that. Um, but, you know, there's times where we have to come back to a lot, even in those moments of, you know, falling short. And that's what I feel. And, you know, he gives us security with whatever we need. And, you know, and how can we incorporate that in our lives is re realizing that by um, being faith, <laughs> having Iman, we need to be faithful to Allah, and that's how we'll be faithful to ourselves, following the five pillars of Islam, and you know, and one of them is Salah and prayer. You know, I mean, giving to charity. Charity is not only through money, but it would be nice to give through money and clothes and whatever things that people need in order to survive or be better, and you know, also through smiling, having a positive interaction with somebody, being modest. You know believing in one God, one God only, and believing that Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is his messenger. And that is how we can grow into being more secure in our faith. Al-Mumin, the one who gives Iman and security, one who gives faith and security. But yeah, I was rambling. I thought this was going to be at least 20 minutes or less, but I did talk some more because I sometimes I go in circles, but um, it was very needed to speak about this and I'm going to be posting this right away because yeah, this is long overdue and I'm just so happy and thankful for you guys listening to me and my 
awkward self and you know I feel like you know this is very therapeutic and if you want to start a podcast I'll be your first a listener okay I'll actually I actually listen to people's podcasts okay so if you want to start a podcast do it it's therapeutic we need a lot of Muslim people out there spreading the peace of Islam and spreading you know that we're not perfect but we're going to continue to try and be supportive of each other and I would like to make genuine Muslima friends where you know we have like a, a very you know good bond I don't know should I put myself out there for friends I'm scared I'm so scared, but I really do want Muslim as friends. And if you guys would like to reach out to me and be genuine friends, like, please, just positivity. And, you know, I've never had a friendship where it was, like, drama-filled. No. So, I don't do that. Because, like, literally, I'm just the type to run away with no answer. And I don't know. Is that toxic? I did make a video about my red flags. And hopefully that's not toxic. But... Um, I would like to make genuine Muslim friends that are trying to be practicing Muslims. A lot of Muslims are really trying to better themselves and, you know, their relationship with the law. And that's basically what I'm doing. And I'm an adult and I'm trying to figure out life at all stages or at least at this stage and go to the next chapter of life and adulting and being a practicing Muslim. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I'm going to be going on to the next one, which is number three um, or day three, whatever. Um, I'm still going to label it as day one, two, three. So everybody is you know, caught up, whatever, and just gets it. You know what I mean? I'm not just going to put day nine, you know, not nine, I'm not going to put day seven, but yeah, we have six more to go, I think, but that's all. I love you guys. Be safe. Um, be full of peace. Um, oops, hold on. My phone turned off, but, um, be pure in your intentions. Um, be perfect when it comes to peace. Um, have faith and security and yeah i love you guys be safe love yourself love one another and be peace so people can see that you know islam is a peaceful religion and they'll be curious and pick up the quran and be like you know what i used to really have some ideas about islam and you know negative thoughts about islam but i want to be a muslim now because this is actually a peaceful religion and people don't understand islam because they don't want to pick up a book or watch a, a, gen, a genuine video about islam or even read an article they just oh al-qaeda all of that stuff you know what i mean i don't trust it like what the heck is peaceful and a lot of people that are in the military will tell you that it is peaceful. It was a false, you know, thing that they put out. Perception. Is that the right word? Whatever. But, um, yeah, I love you guys so much. And, yeah, wait for the next one. Bye. Yay!